Welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast, where we explore all things books, business, and bullshit. My favorite bees. I'm your host, the fairy coin mother, Cinquanta Cox-Smith of www.cinquantacoxsmith.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast, season five, episode six. So today I'll be talking about a topic that I think I've covered before, but I think sometimes we just need a refresher. There's always someone new listening to the podcast. So we always like to go over the niche and how to pick your niche. Today, we're going to be talking about a few steps. I use this every time I get a new idea and I go through these steps to make sure that this is something that I want to get into. And then also sometimes when I'm already in a niche, sometimes I want fresh ideas. So I go back to the drawing board and see if I can sub niche down or just niche down a little bit more to reach a different audience inside my target niche that I have right now. I hope you guys have been enjoying season five so far. I know there's been a lot of solo episodes. I had plans. Okay. I had high hopes and plans for a lot of things for this season, but that did not happen. This is just a lot of what you guys don't see behind the scenes. I'm not, I'm not afraid to admit this or I'm not shy to do this. And if one of the people who I reached out to are listening, I'm not mad at you. It was an opportunity. You were either going to say yes or no. You were either going to produce what I needed or you wasn't. I'm not upset, but I always feel like it is my duty because if this is what I wanted to do, I wanted to give people a chance. I did reach out to, I don't know, it was like six, six, six to 10 people since the podcast has um, been airing to do their one year updates. I did not get a lot of feedback back or responses and it's cool, but the people who did or were able to give me their updates, they were amazing updates. And that's just what I wanted to showcase. I wanted to be able to let them show what can happen in a year. So the people who might have listened to the very first episode of them airing on the podcast can hear what the update is and what the change that happened in their business from a year ago. So that is basically what I wanted to do. I do have a few more people that I'm going to reach out to and hopefully they can make it happen for the remainder of the season. If not, that is fine. I can hold it down on my own. It's cool. Okay. You guys know what time it is. It's time for our rapid fire questions of the day. We have two rapid fire questions today. And the very first question is, if you could live with any fictional character, who would you choose? I'm just going to go ahead and say that me and Matilda will be having a ball okay we'll be moving stuff we'll be spooking people we'll be taking the chalk and writing on the chalkboards in the classrooms of the teachers who used to get on my nerve if they're still teaching what else we would do we would just be doing all kind of fool stuff matilda was and is still the best movie <laughs> and i'm sure her and miss honey had a whole lot of fun uh so i would definitely live with matilda and just see what we can come up with see what kind of fun things we could get into the next rapid fire question is, what bucket list item do you most want to check off this year? 
I don't know. I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast, but I am so obsessed with the sky. I love the sky and I really love hot air balloons. I wanted to go to this hot air balloon festival when we lived in Kansas. I didn't get a chance to, but every place I go, I always look up hot air balloons and I really want to go on one. I already quoted the prices for here. I am saying that possibly I can go on a hot air balloon this year. Honey, if you're listening, friends, if you want to book me a hot air balloon <laughs> ride um, here in Texas, just let me know where I got to drive to, what time, what day, and I'm there, okay? So I really want to do this, and I, I think I'm going to do it. Uh, I don't know like what the season is for it, but I'm going to look it up and just make sure that I can do it this year. Let's go ahead and get into our topic, how to pick your niche. So one of the first things I like to say, start with your interest. Start with what you're interested in, because then that way you might have a little bit more push behind it. You might have a little more insight into that industry already. If you like crocheting, think about creating something for people who crochet or people who knit. You already have some inside information on that industry, okay? This can also maybe be something you've already done and maybe you want to come back around and see if that industry or that niche has picked up a little bit since the last time you've checked on it. Or it can be something that you see your peers spending money on often. That is a dead giveaway of if people are consistently buying phone cases or AirPod cases or stickers for their tumblers or their computers. Those are things that you see people spending money on often. So that lets you know that this industry is booming. Here is an example. So sneakers, you can find a way to create unique products for sneakerheads. You're identifying that interest and that passion that they have for making sure they're on track for a release date, that they have this size or this style of shoe in this many colors, all the colorways that are possible, the high top, the low top. Those are just different things. Find a way that you can create something that is uniquely for sneakerheads. And whether it's a Jordans, whether it's Adidas, Pumas, Nike, whatever, they're all sneakerheads. The next thing you need to do is identify the problem you can solve with your product. So with your list of maybe about 10 topics at hand, write them down, write what you first think of on your mind, and then just start narrowing down your options. Maybe you think of a shoe journal so they can stay up to date on drops or do inventory on what they already have so they don't consistently buy the same shoe because sometimes we buy one to rock, one to stock. Sometimes we sell one and then we have one. And then sometimes we forget, hey, I bought this already. But if they would have something that they can have the inventory of the shoes they have and then have drop dates, that's something that they can keep close to them so they know what they have. Something happens, a shoe go missing, they know because they have it in their inventory. So that's a unique product. Also, maybe they need apparel to match the Jordans that they purchased in 2020. So your brand can be focused on a yearly thing for every sneaker for that brand that comes out this year you have a product or apparel that will match the shoes, whether it's shoe screens, whether it's socks, whether it's t-shirts, baseball caps, whatever. You'll have that apparel that matches that shoe whenever it drops each month. 
for the whole year. So it'll be the 2021 collection. And then you get ahead of yourself and you say, let me go back to 2020 because even though we were stuck in the house, people were still buying stuff. So go ahead and revamp that for the 2020 collection, all the apparel to match this certain brand of shoes. That's a way to identify different problems that people may have. Next, you want to research your competition. You don't want to stop your competition. You don't want to do the same thing that your competition is doing, but you want to be able to look at reviews. And I always say that, check the reviews to see what this person is slacking on and then make a better product. Not the same product, just make a better product. All bottles that we drink out basically almost work the same. Now we have recyclable, sustainable, but most bottles that people make to put drinks in are kind of like the same thing. In your competition, are they creating good apparel to match the sneakers? What are the sneakers influencers selling? Is the Jordan brand creating good apparel to match your sneakers? If not, you fill in the gap and you create better merchandise for the sneakerheads for the Jordan brand better than they could do it themselves. What are the sneaker influencers selling? What do they have that you can create something even better? How many times have you seen people with nice little purses or something to change from their slippers or their sneakers into heels or from out their heels into their sneakers? Create some type of slip bag that's still sleek and women can go from sneakers to heels and still be fashionable while carrying a nice bag. Those are just some ideas on when you're researching and looking for the correct or the right product, okay? Next, you need to determine the profitability of your niche. So you need to determine if you create a better product for audience within the sneaker community, maybe it won't be Jordans, okay? So now we're saying like, oh, everyone's probably gonna be doing Jordans. Let's look at Adidas. Let's look at Pumas. Let's look at Pumas. But this still, these are still things that matter. The niche is still profitable because it's the sneaker niche. It's the sneaker community. Now we know that, okay, it might be a little bit too much for me to get into the Jordan niche. Let me go check out New Balance, okay? People still wear New Balance. Maybe I can cater to the New Balance community. Maybe I can cater to the Air Max community. So that's just something that goes back to research and then to determine which part of this niche is more profitable. What niche can you jump in and really make a difference without feeling like you're being overcrowded, ran over, and you don't have a place? These are the things, again, that matter. So last but not least, always test your idea. You can test the Jordan theory by making a sample and wearing it or giving it to somebody. Put it out for sale. Step out on faith. Put it out for sale. See how the market like it. See if you get feedback or good review. And once you make that first sale or once someone says, hey, where'd you get that? I really like that. You basically validated your idea. Now, the person who says that to you, you may not know that they're in your niche community or they're in your target audience, but have a conversation with them. Ask them what type of sneakers they wear the most. Pose your audience just to see. I validated that people like it. I've gotten a good response. Now I need to niche down a little bit more, focus on what I can produce in the time frame or with the money that I have. How is this going to now benefit me? Your idea is tested. Now you have to continue to refine, rework, and reproduce based on the test results that you receive because that's how you get 
a sustainable business that is successful. So this is like the process I go through when I'm picking my niche. So I hope this helps you guys just to narrow down what a niche is, how you can pick one and how you can use these steps time and time again in your business when you get another fresh idea. Again, like I said, I have a print on demand business, but I have different branches of business. And that different branch is my different niches that I do work in. I do everything the same. They're just with different niches. So I hope this helps you guys to move a little bit forward in your business and see what you might've been missing out on and refining it and reworking it, like I said, and repurpose it for growth and income. This segment is called Q Money Bag Start of the Week. The Q Money Bag Start of the Week. We are going to talk about anxiety and depression, and we're going to talk about the use of CBD, THC, edibles, and all of the good stuff. We're going to talk about medication. We're going to talk about meditation, um, yoga, and exercise for your health and wellness. As times continue to go by, we do see that there is a long list of influencers and more moms are being open about their use of CBD and THC edibles. There's more talk about more women uh, in the cannabis industry is specifically women who are just being trailblazers in this industry and not feeling shame. This is a no judgment zone because I do use edibles. I practice in microdosing. I am also on actual medication for anxiety and depression. And I will share that I do take Zoloft. I'm on the lowest dose and I take Wellibutrin. Uh, they both work uh, simultaneously together, one more so for depression, one more so for anxiety. And I can tell you, it has also helped me lose weight. <laughs> so if you've ever been looking for a really good medication to boost, boost everything. And I know a lot of people are not down for taking medication and that's okay. I do try my best to meditate. I do try myself to, to center myself and calm myself down. What really works that really has me chill edibles. And I'm not shamed about that because I think we were shamed into smoking or doing certain things when we were younger, only because I feel like our parents didn't have those type of talks with us. And that goes into sex too, okay? We were ashamed of our bodies and that's a whole conversation for the next day. But I think when we educate our children and because there's more education on cannabis, on CBD, on people are cooking with CBD and THC, people are using CBD in their coffee, just for that extra pep, moms and, and dads who are experiencing anxiety and depression, they microdose and, and take edibles to get that certain boost in energy when they're feeling down to be able to play with their kids, to be able to tackle the house home. So what it used to look like a few years ago, the conversation wasn't there. We were ashamed to say that we were facing or dealing with anxiety. But I think after 2020, we all may have faced some bit of anxiety, might have had a panic attack just because there were so much stressors. There were so many things stressing us out that we had a hard time releasing. We were confined to our homes and a certain amount of people. And that can weigh on anyone. So I don't know, everybody probably came out of 2020 feeling anxious. So now we're ready to get outside for real. We're, we're ready to travel. We're ready to 
get back to seeing the world and hanging out with friends and family. I think doing whatever for yourself to release your stress, to get through anxiety, to wake yourself out of the bed and said, fuck you, depression. I am going to be whole today. I'm going to be happy. I am not going to wake up and choose balance, okay? I'm not going to wake up and choose balance, but I am ready to conquer whatever may be thrown at me, okay? Yeah, exercise, taking a walk, open your windows in your house, therapy. Guys, I always talk about therapy. Do that. There's lots of websites that ship different CBD products. There's sprays, there's oils. They have it in food now. I'm sure there's so many different MLM companies that basically do CBD stuff. So you can get it at the vape stores, the smoke shops. They're they're everywhere at this point. So whatever your choice is, if you want a bong and you want to light up or you want to smoke a blunt or you just want some brownies, do what makes you happy. Can of moms for life. Can of mommy gang. Bang. <laughs> Again, educate yourself. Educate your kids as they grow up and they start to ask questions. Find material that is family friend friendly for you all to be more educated and understand and have these talks. So having these talks about anxiety, having these talks about depression, police brutality, like all of it. We need to have these talks. We definitely need to have the sex talks with our kids because they are growing up 10 times faster than than we were. So let's get it together. I'm not trying to diss anybody on their parenting because I can always do better. And I work through that in therapy every week because, you know, these kids. And I'm gonna pray for y'all with the teenagers because whew, let's pray. We need to form a teenage parent no, not teenage parent, but parents with teenager support group, okay? <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and until next time. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing to the Coins and Connections podcast. Don't forget to leave a review and join the conversation over on Facebook and Instagram using the hashtag Coins and Connections. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Cinquanta Cox Smith and at Coins and Connections. You can shop all merch at www.coinsandconnections.com. I love you more than I love this podcast. Peace.